Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with you and me is the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Ann Kerrigan. Oh, good evening. Yes, hi, everybody. Yep, just you and me and Ron and whoever. Whoever. <laughs> whoever decides whoever. to show up, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. So Anyways. how about that hurricane? Okay, I hate to tell you this. Yeah. You don't want to hear it. All right. And our listeners don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know my cursed picture. Oh, I no, I don't want to hear it. It is not related to the hurricane. So it's not. Last week, I took out uh, some. I have like a million T-shirts, so I took out all the T-shirts that I bought while I was down on a cruise in the uh, Bahamas. Uh, and a, I've been wearing them to bed at night. What? What are you inviting it? Come on! I'm just telling you. Come on out and get me. Strange things are happening. Yeah, all right, whatever. Strange things. If you insist. I'm not insisting anything. I'm just reporting the facts, young lady. Why did you happen to take all those T-shirts? Exactly. Why did I happen to do that? that Why did I happen? Welcome to the Bahamas, Mun. Mm-hmm. Why? I know. Yeah, I, know. I think it's just you, you said, hmm, I just, this hurricane has given me subliminal messages, and yeah. I must now curse the Bahamas. And then you took the picture out and waved it over all the T-shirts. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm yeah. still waiting to see it. I don't, you know what? I don't believe there really is a picture. Staring at me right now. I hate yeah. to tell you. Prove it. Pictures or it didn't happen. Sit right on my desk here. Mm-hmm. And, well, there's uh, your first problem. Yeah, just staring at me. Oh, no, I it's... suppose the picture gave me vertigo as well. I'm not saying anything. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It's responsible. Okay. Anybody out there got a hangnail, vertigo, flu? Uh, uh-huh. I don't even know. Fall down the stairs. Uh, Later on just... picture. It's all the picture's fault. Right, that's He's right. Saying right now. I just mm-hmm. told you, uh, you know, I took out Marie uh, Rosemary Guiley's book and started reading it. Oh, stop books. it! Yeah, stop I'm telling it. you, that was it, two days before stop. I got the notice. Which all right, everybody, stop listening to him. I'm right. telling you, he's you he's don't know lost the it. power of this thing. He's lost it. Uh huh. Lost. I'm just reporting the facts. That's all there That's is. Not I'm not a fact. It's subjective. I am just telling you all the strange, strange coincidences oh. I've occurred since I've had that. You're, you're strange, all right. I'll go. I'll agree with that. Speaking about strange, uh, I noticed on the news today that uh, 
a bunch of vandals uh, went and vandalized the place that you and I had gone to. Uh, no. I think it was one of the first places that we did an investigation together, and of course that was Fort Revere. Oh, I hate to break this to you, hon, but they've been vandalizing that place for a hundred. Oh, years. I know. This was <laughs> this was uh, graffiti of uh, uh, you know anti-Semitic graffiti, and also they've been posting these strange pictures of a purple woman. A purple woman. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. The legend of the purple. I don't think we've ever had a purple lady. I don't know. I, I, the white lady, the black lady, the green lady. The I'm never a purple lady. It was on the news. That's all I can say. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, there's nobody. Really, it's not like they patrol Fort Revere. It's out there I, I, at the end of the end of the earth. I know, in, but still, it, it's so sad that people, you know, graffitifies. It is uh, sad, but that whole place was already covered with graffiti. I know, I know. Inside and out. I mean, it's graffiti on graffiti on graffiti. Cool spot, though. Yes. Cool spot to investigate. I remember that investigation many, 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 many years ago. Do you know that was 13? That was like 13 years ago. Get out of here. Not kidding. Because I started East Virginia's Most Haunted in 2006, Mike and I. Mm -hmm. And... That was like our second or third. I think that was our third investigation. <clears throat> was it really? Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. invited me. We're crazy enough to invite you. I don't know. How did that happen? All I remember is Mike and his 10,000 pounds. Oh, God. He <laughs> had this big, oh, God, I don't even know. He had like a... Um, I don't even know what all he dragged down the hill. I have no clue. There Parabolic was dishes. He had this giant, these huge car batteries. Battery and, and, each and, other. Yeah. Oh God, it was so funny. I'm like, you're gonna kill yourself <laughs> taking all that in there. But you know, whatever. It you did make a show of it, did you? Yes, we did. Is that on YouTube or anywhere? You know, honestly, yeah. The East Bridgewater Most Haunted shows are still hanging around on. They're lurking on YouTube. And I honestly, they um, YouTube used to make it you could only upload in like 15 minute or 10 minute segments mm-hmm. at the beginning. So I, I had to go in and break all the oh, shit that. Yeah. into pieces. And uh, so that's how they are out there. But if anybody wants to go look for them, just just search for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, and we've got a bunch of investigations out there. So, But keep in mind, you know, we were newbies. So, yeah, they're, they're, we've learned a lot since then. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! So I look at my computer, and all of a sudden, there's this guy looking at me. I know. Didn't even see him there. <laughs> That's scary. So anyways, without further ado, let's bring on our guest, uh, who has also investigated Fort Revere as well, as I noticed on his website. Yeah, I saw that. He is, he is the founder of uh, the, I want to get this right, the Greater Boston Paranormal Associates. And, oh, my God, you want to take his name? <laughs> Why don't we just ask him? Don DeFaro. Hey, How hard is that? I'm sorry, I had to bring it what? up. 
Don DeCristofaro of the Greater Boston Paranormal Associates. There you go. Welcome, hey, Don. Don, can you hear us? Maybe. You're muted. Un- wow. I see his lips moving, but... <laughs> Anyways, so as soon as he figures out <laughs> We're gonna how work. to undo it himself... Okay. <laughs> I hear beautiful Um, music. Or if we could get uh, maybe, uh, who's it, Roy tonight? Yes, Roy, to uh, help us with this mess that uh, we're in. (laughs) So, Dawn, can you hear us? Shake your head, yes or no. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, there he is. Hi, Dawn. Okay. How about now? How about now? Uh, nope. Bummer. So maybe if uh, Roy could call him on the phone, we can get it that way. So uh, we do have your phone number, Dawn, so I think we're going to try reaching you on the uh, the phone. Okie doke. Okay. Uh, Save bandwidth, too. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there, folks. It's all going to work. It's all going to work. It'll be fine. See, I'm telling you, it's that freaking picture. You won't listen to me. (laughs) Okay. Uh You're right. Really? You're absolutely correct, Ron. I will not listen to you. Remember that Pakuski one, the Pakuski one, the one that was up by your daughters? We had her on the show. What the hell happened? Huh? As soon as we started the show? I think that she just got frustrated and gave up. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even re- she doesn't even answer my emails. Wow, you know that sounds I, like a personal problem to me, Ron. And, and quite quite honestly, you know that's that's very upsetting to me, anyways, uh, because we did nothing wrong. Uh, and you know, I always take the high ground, and I don't mention people's names. But I, I'm telling you, I'm getting pretty much uh, fed up with uh, some of these uh, people that we're dealing with. Uh, you know, they, <laughs> oh they now. Seem- yeah. Nope. Don't say it. They seem to have no uh, no moral standards. Don't like say it. Just don't say it. But Remember what I, your mother said. If you can't say anything nice. I don't. I don't. I always take the high road, but I'm just I, getting annoyed I, with it. Anyway, it, hopefully we can get uh, Dawn back on here because I wanted to talk to him because he and I and you have yes. investigated uh, a lot of these same places. Yes, I did notice that. Yeah, I know it. And, and uh, there's a picture with that big furnace at uh, Houghton the Mansion. <laughs> oh, it's no, no Houghton Mansion. Houghton Mansion, Houghton right? Mansion, of course. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting my big oh. ugly furnaces confused. Oh, that's right. See, you don't listen to me. Well, that's fine. Because <laughs> uh-huh. you know I'm, you know I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, Don, are you with us now? I am. Yay! <laughs> you We're know, happy. If you, if you, there you go. Video's <laughs> gone. All right, there we go. All right, Don. So uh, thank you for joining us. Eventually, it was good. Sure. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had some technical issues that obviously we didn't resolve. But uh, no, that's all right. It's just it's there. just the haunted. It's not your fault. It's the haunted picture. I'm telling you. So you don't have to worry about that, Don. All of it. Everything. There's no problem there. Everything that's wrong in the world. Everything that's wrong with the world is the result Don. of this perp's picture of mine. Anyway, so Don. I heard uh, that. 
Thank you so much for joining us. You are the founder yeah. of uh, the Greater Boston Paranormal Associates. Uh, how That's long correct. have you uh, been doing this? Um, uh, my my partner and I started. Um, I'm going to say about 15 years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it was it's one of those things, and I'm sure I'm I'm, I'm like many 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 people that do what we do. You know, it's always been something that I'm interested in. Um, you know, when I was a kid, uh, everybody else was reading Kidnapped, and, and of course I had Hot Holzer's first book. Um, you know, and and, and then, um, the, to be honest, the USS Salem came into my life, mm-hmm. and it got me going full bore as an investigator. Oh, well. Nice. We've been there. That's an awesome spot. Awesome. It really, it really is. It really is. It really is. We're very fortunate to get to spend a lot of time there. And uh, you actually do public investigations here, so that the people can yeah, go we, on. Yeah. Yep. We we uh, we do public investigations. We do private investigations for other groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, I I like to think, I'd like to think we offer a pretty good experience because. You know, we kind of tailor it to the guests. You know, we have um, we have what we call visitor kits, so that when we break into small groups, the guests can do the investigation themselves. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, they have a K2 and a grid laser and a digital thermometer and oh, cool. a digital recorder and things of that nature. So, so they basically, I mean, one of my gang is with them, but they yeah. basically do the investigation themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we don't get any complaints. Everybody seems to have a great time, and it's a rare night that something doesn't happen on the ship that gets everybody running. So uh, <laughs> it is a great location. Are they still doing the uh, haunted uh, ship at Halloween? No, 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 no. That was, you know, they they did it for two years, and and about halfway through the third year. This is last October now. There was a fire aboard the ship. Yeah, right. Um, and it, it wasn't a, it wasn't very serious, but there was a lot of questions about how it started and who was responsible for what. So they pulled oh. the plug on Ghost Ship Harbor, and and they're not going to reopen again this year. Oh, well, bummer, bummer. No, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was you know it was it was it was pretty good. That was another thing that people really liked, and um. You know, we, we were kind of on the fence about being involved with it initially because, you know, we didn't want people to confuse what we did with what they were doing. Right. Um, but but I think we did a pretty good job of keeping it separate. You know, the the haunted house kind of thing was on the main deck of the ship, and mm-hmm. we were taking people up into the superstructure uh, and doing mm-hmm. kind of real investigations. And, and like I said, everybody really enjoyed it, so... Um, so it worked out pretty well, and, and like I said, we worked pretty hard at keeping things, keeping things separate, so everybody knew what we did was real, and nobody was going to jump out and say "boo." Uh, right. <laughs> I think that we were there probably about maybe the same time uh, that you guys were maybe starting there, because I see Ghost Ship Harbor twenty seventeen. Um. Yep, and it was 2016, Christine, 17, and 18. Yeah I, yeah, I think that's when we also had gone there. We didn't really investigate. I mean, we shot there. We did, we, a, sh- we did a show there. We did, we did a show there. Yeah. 
we did show there, but I mean, it wasn't a full blown investigation. But no, Steve uh, Parson was there from the UK, and uh, yeah, we had a, we had a great time. And, uh, still, pretty. We had a couple weird things happen, and and so Christine Gulla was the medium. Oh, I think. sure. Yep. yep. And she, I think that was, was the a, lady was I the medium for Kosher Barber. Yeah. 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 Yep. And yep. Uh, the coolest thing, of course, was the the sampler that we saw in the room there. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so funny. So our theme song from Ghoulies to Ghosties, uh, the closing, was on a cross stitch sampler hanging in the room where we were shooting. Oh, we really? Walked, yeah, we walked in and we're like, oh my God, look at that. What are the <laughs> odds that that would be there? Uh, That's a it Salem. was really, really freaky. Yeah. I had been That's there uh, oh, ye- years before when uh, I think it was Shannon and Sylvia was there and uh, uh, who, that somebody else was, I forget who was there, else, but my whole team was in there and we were uh, wandering around the ship, let's put it that way, it's a good way to put it. So yeah, <laughs> it was it was a great place. Uh, it, it was, uh, yeah, Gavin Cromwell I think was over at that time too, yeah, it was uh, a long time ago. That yeah, was a long you time ago. You know, it's a, one of the great things about it is that, you know, there are too many hotspots really to count. I, I mean, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, literally anything can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the birthing areas are all hot. The main deck, just about every room on the on the main deck, uh, something is liable to happen. And we've discovered more areas up in the superstructure, a little bit higher, uh, that are more active than we thought they were, and. Huh. Um, you know, well, and it's great. Probably trying to we, escape you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know how that works. Sometimes it certainly feels that way. Um, <laughs> and when you know, when we have bigger groups, we can split them up pretty well. And you know, the ship's big enough that mm-hmm. um, you can have a pretty good idea that there's nobody near you as long as you keep track of everybody. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's 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 really great. It's a great place to to bring people, and and we have a good time there. Right. Mm. It's it's a blast, actually. It's a, it's a great environment. But, you know, the biggest problem, of course, is because it is a ship and the acoustics in it are just, you know, <clears throat> unbelievable. You just yeah, you hear it, all kinds you know, of makes, things, unfortunately. It, it, it makes its own noises, of course. And, you know, yep, the gang on top of that, makes yeah. its own noises. And fortunately, now that it's moved, it's further from the bridge because the bridge used to make a lot of noise, too. Oh, uh, yes. But it's, a lot of bangs. it's moved down further in the shipyard so that. You don't really hear the bridge anymore. Um, oh. So yeah, I mean it's but but I mean you guys know what it's like. Any old house has settling noises that it makes and things like that. The ship is the ship is no different. Mm-hmm. What? So what is your what is your favorite place in the in the ship? Um, I, I would I would have to say my my favorite place is the wardroom, uh, which is. You know, it's it may be the biggest open space on the ship. It's it's the room where the officers had meetings and ate. Um, mm-hmm. So it's basically a big room with tables and chairs. But uh, it's it's a very active space, and uh, you know it, we've had a lot. There's a lot of audio stuff there. It's the only place on the ship that I'm aware of where there seems to be a lot of light uh, kind of activity. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had some pretty good, uh, like I said, had some pretty good audio stuff. 
and we've had some shadow activity down there too. So, um, so that I'm, I'm going to say that's my favorite. I'll say this: there have only been two nights in all the time I've been on the ship when I ever felt uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And both of those times were in the wardroom. They were hmm. maybe ten years apart, but they were both in the wardroom. <laughs> oh well. Ooh, well, my favorite place, of course, is is uh, on that first uh, visit to the ship. We wanted to a location. I guess it was CNC, or and they had the the ships all lined out like they were when they were just you know the uh, what do you call that you know it's sure, like, the CIC uh, the the Combat Information Center. It has the yes, that's the big, it. Yes, the big, that's it. Yes. the big fleet plot board and yes, uh, yeah, it's all still filled out. That was out, so cool. So, it is all filled out as though they were in the med. Yeah. Oh, that gotta, is so I gotta cool. Tell you, I got to tell you, my first, my first ever paranormal experience of any kind. Mm-hmm. I I had been a friend of mine and I had been down in in the room you're talking about in the combat mm-hmm. information center. And if you remember correctly, the ladder going down there is really steep and tight. Yes. And yes. I got to the top of the ladder, stepped out, and closed the gate behind me, and I heard a dog barking at the bottom of that ladder as clearly as if it was standing right next to me. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Dog. And and the guy it was kind of funny because the guy who was kind of walking us around that night said, oh, there he is. Hey, Poochie. Ah. So <laughs> I knew it wasn't just me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and we've heard the dog quite a number of times now. I have a pretty good audio really? of the dog, actually. Yeah, uh, sure. we've yet to see it. One of one of my gang says she saw it walk by the barber shop. And now every time I'm on the ship for really any long period of time, I put a trap camera on one of the barber chairs looking out the door. Uh huh. Um, but I haven't I haven't seen anything yet. How unusual! I mean, why would there be a dog on a ship? Well, I mean, you know, most of the most of the activity on the ship is civilian. Um, right. You know, the Salem, and and I don't stop me if you guys are if this is stuff you you've already talked about, but no, we actually you know, we should have a little bit of history of it since yes. there are a lot of people listening sure. that don't Definitely. know anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I tell people that I would be very very surprised if there was a naval ship uh, in history that saw no combat, but saw as much death as the Salem did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, she spent most of her career as the flagship of the Sixth Fleet in the Mediterranean. And in 1953, while she was there, there was a, a terrible earthquake on one of the Greek islands. Mm-hmm. And the Salem, along with, I, I want to say, a British cruiser, they were basically the hospitals. Right. So, so a lot of people were brought aboard the ship for treatment, yep. and needless to say, a lot of them didn't make. So, mm-hmm. you know, so most of the spirit activity on the ship um, is from that is from that period. And there were some animals um, that came aboard as well during during that stretch. There were a number of babies born on the ship, um, so that in the surgical area, uh, you you. You're known to hear women scream um, yeah. as though they're in pain. I hear that all the time. 
<laughs> that, that kind of freaked us out when we first walked on the ship and i look over in the surgical area in the stirrups up on the table yeah. and i'm like okay hold on a minute that, well, I, I, gotta, I don't I understand you, that <laughs> well, you, we, we have a we have a great piece of audio when you know so so you're aware there's that piece of plexiglass kind of bolted across the door of the surgical area and yes. I think there's just a lot of livings in there, and and the uh, folks that run the ship don't really want people wandering around in there. But mm-hmm. we were standing, my partner, Pat Connors, he's the co-founder of my group. And mm-hmm. you, you may, I don't know if you know Riley Black or not, but Riley was, yep. Riley was with us. And we were talking about how we were going to get in the surgical room. And for some reason... As we're in the middle of this discussion, Riley said, well, all I know is once I get in there, I want to get on the table and put my feet up in the stirrups and start recording and, and see what happens. <laughs> and, and no sooner does she say that than very, very clearly on the audio you hear, but how would you get there? Oh, wow. As though, and it, was, it sounded like a young woman's voice. Um, mm-hmm. as though she was reminding us that we hadn't finished the prior conversation yet. <laughs> and it's really clear. I mean, it's really clear. There's no yeah. mistaking what she says. That's funny. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's, and that's it's a great area. That, that, may be, that may be really the most active room on the ship here right now, do it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what wow. I, that's, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... About, you know, the, the hospital is very active, of course, for obvious reasons. Um, and the birthing areas are very active as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, the, you, you know, and a lot of that stuff's up forward, a lot of it's back aft, so it's really easy to spread people out so you're not in each other's way, uh, which, okay. of course, is a blessing when you have good-sized groups. Okay, so we're going to have to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the other places you investigated, and, and we have, too, actually, uh, quite a few of them. So you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Dan Carrigan and Ron Kolick and special guests Don DiCristofaro. Uh, yeah. Anyways, today's show, of course, is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Law Group. We'll be right back at the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology... I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest this evening from the Greater Boston Paranormal Associates, Don DeCristofaro. Greetings. Look how easily that rolled off my tongue. I don't understand why you have a problem with that name. I, what name? Just, it's, it just all rolls together. It's what perfectly name? rhythmic. But whatever. whatever. Anyways... Uh, <laughs> I was looking at some of the the places that you investigated, and it's like, oh my God, we've done, you know, so many of them. You know, Fort Constitution, uh, Hooten Mansion, uh, you know, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, Fort Revere. Uh, you know, I mean, it's Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so yeah. many of them. The old man. Well, cool I mean, places. Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, I did with you. Well, that explains that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you win any of the pictures? <laughs> and, and the old and the old manse I did with you. Oh yeah, that was that was a great place. The old manse is. Uh, that was a great uh, night. It is. It is. Were you there when the book flew off the shelf in, yeah. behind me? Oh, yeah. That's that is truly one of the the coolest things that I, I never saw. <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. No, that that was a great that was a great night. In fact, that 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 night inspired me, um, because I, I have to admit I'm I'm not very good at it. I'm still learning, but I uh, I went looking. Yeah, well, of course we are. But I I went out looking, and and eventually uh, the right pendulum jumped out at me. Cool. And uh, and I've been. I've been kind of working on that. I've never, you know, that's never been my thing. I've always been more of a technical guy. Right. Um, but, uh, you, you know, we, we, in my gang, we like to, we like to try all kinds of different things. I think, uh-huh. you know, one of the good things about my group is that, you know, we, we all, we all have different uh, approaches. We all have different, a lot of us have different mindsets about the stuff we do. Um uh-huh. So, so I, I thought it was kind of neat. I, I got a, actually got a set of dowsing rods and I got a pendulum and, Sweet. and I'm, I, like I said, I'm still a novice, but I'm, uh, I'm definitely working in those directions. And, mm-hmm. and it was primarily because we had a session with you. I want to say up in the attic, was it the slaves quarters or? Oh, oh, was it, or was it in the, uh, do 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 uh, the the one with the the yelling place where they used they used the novices used to do their uh, sermons. Uh, it was at the front. I mean, well, it's kind of hard to describe. Yeah, but let's I, explain. I it. If you explain it to me, I know know exactly what it was. I I want to say it was it was a room where a young woman who who was a servant mm-hmm. um, was abused in some way. Um, 
by someone that lived in the house. Uh, that, does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, well, you know, they all meld in after a while. It might be yeah, that. I'm front sure, I'm sure. Was there a bed in the room? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know where yep, that is. Sure was. Sure was. That, and, um, yeah, and we had a... Yeah, we had an, an amazing, um, an amazing session with a pendulum in that room, and it and it really got me thinking about it. I love I love using a pendulum. I like the dowsing rods too. Speaking about Fort Revere, isn't that where I taught you how to do the pendulum? Yes, yes, Ron, it is. Every time all I have to do, Don, is say the word pendulum. Um, there you and go. And it immediately prompts Ron to remind me. Yes. yes, he showed me I how did. to use the pendulum. Thank you, Ron. Okay. You're so indebted to me. I am. <laughs> Forever. Well, Ever. it's, not, it's, an, it's an art to do it right. That's for sure. <laughs> it is. It, you know, most people don't realize it, it because I, yeah. I watch a lot of people do it. And uh, not to critique them, but uh, it, it's very difficult to keep that mindset because the, the important thing is to be able to keep your mind clear. Uh, a lot of times people uh, influence the pendulum, I guess is a good way to, to say it, because they, they've got pre, uh, pre-cognizant uh, thoughts and uh, it, it shows up in the pendulum work. So anyway. Sure. And, and that's why I have a couple of people in my gang who I brought in, especially because there's not a whole hell of a lot going on up there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so they excel at that kind of thing. I like that one. <laughs> oh, that must be why I'm so good at it, right, Ron? Some of them, are, some of them are listening, and I'm going to hear about that later. Oh yeah, payback, yeah. payback. So, um, so John, I wanted to ask you. I, I noticed you also did the USS North Carolina. How did that differ from the USS Salem in, in your mind? Um, well, of course, it's as big as the Salem is, the North Carolina dwarfs it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was massive. And, um, I, you know, I gotta be honest, we, you know, we spent the whole night on that ship. And, and I can, I can pretty honestly say not a thing happened. Um, You know, we had static cameras all over the place. Uh, we had a hundred still photos and DVDs, <laughs> and I don't think we got a single damn thing. Ah, um, where is the North it, Carolina? Yeah, I mean it was. It's in. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's in. Um, Battleship Cove. No, no, that's no, that's, that's, no, that's in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was up there. Wilmington, 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 North Carolina. Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, that's yeah. where my. That's where my son lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I've yeah, seen and, that it's ship. It's in Wilmington. And it's beautiful. I mean, it's pristine. Yeah. The ship is, is beautiful. It's pristine. Uh, uh, my, um, my son's fiance wants to keep uh, dragging me onto it, and I, I never seem to just hit it right that we have the time to go over okay. there. Okay. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. you know, like I said, it's, it's pristine, it's very well kept. Uh, um, but yeah, we, we were there all night and, and it was kind of funny because nobody stayed with us. They, they gave us a tour mm-hmm. and then said, you know, okay, see you in the morning and locked the gate and away they went. 
Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it was cool with us. Um, I hope you didn't want to get out, but you know. Yeah, well, whatever. it was. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> tell you, it was, it was, it was nine hundred degrees there, uh, uh, and I mean, it gets hot on the Salem, but it was uh, brutal on the North Carolina. Uh, yeah, and it's hot. Talk about a paranormal lockdown, huh? Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> well, it's important that we keep these battleships in good shape so when the aliens come and they use their tech to wipe out all our fancy stuff, we can beat them like we did in the, we can, we can you know, bring the battleships know. back? Okay. In battleship, yeah. You know, the movie battleship, yeah. <laughs> it's important. The, um, <laughs> the, Salem, but, the Salem isn't in quite the shape that those, you know, the Massachusetts or the North Carolina are, but they're getting there. Mm-hmm. My son actually and... slept overnight on the Massachusetts. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he heard some strange noises too. But I think that was mostly attributed to the guy who was in the bunk above him. <laughs> <laughs> when was yeah. he in the Cub Scouts? Uh, not the Cub Scouts. It was something else. I forget oh. what it was. Boy Scouts, Venture Scouts. Something. I'll just keep throwing it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I got tossed out of the Boy Scouts. Just saying. And, the sea, and the Sea Scouts mentioned that. So yeah. what about the uh, yes. thing that is piquing my interest in a place that I have not been? I'm really? Ron, is the mm. Lyman School for Boys. That place looks cool. Now, if it was yeah. the Lyman School for Girls, I'd be there. Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny because um, – since it's just the three of us talking, I, I guess I can say that that was that was more of a B and E than anything else. Um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That's fine. Uh, um, well, you know, one, oh, one, one, one of our one of our members one of our members is is what I call an urban exploration specialist. There you go. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things. Riley used, Black used to say all the time, "Where the hell does she find these places?" I, I mean. You know, she finds these buildings and these houses in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that line at school for boys was that was a that was a that was a pretty good take. We had a pretty good time there. We didn't have a hell of a lot happen, but it is a creepy place, no doubt about that. It looks creepy as hell. Yeah, no question about it. Some of the graffiti, <laughs> some of the graffiti alone uh, is enough to is enough to give you the willies, really. Uh huh. Mm. Wow. So Lizzie Bordenhouse, anything there, or was it? Uh... Um, yeah, actually, the last time. So, so I've spent the night there twice, mm-hmm. and and frankly, I had always said I I I never thought there was anything there. I, you know, it was one of those things that everybody talked about, mm-hmm. but I kept saying, yeah, but is there any evidence? I never heard any evidence or saw any evidence. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the first time I spent the night there, we spent the night in in Lizzie's room, um, and and nothing happened at all that night. The last time I was there, I spent the night in Bridget Sullivan's room, which I was told was the most active room in the house. Hmm. And and the the only thing that happened uh, from my stay in that room was that I got the best night's sleep. I've had in, in years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they serve breakfast, and I almost slept through breakfast. Oh, um, my God, that's funny. <laughs> but but some, of the, some of the other folks on my team got some actually some pretty good audio. They stayed in, uh, in, um, 
Andrew Borden's room. Mm-hmm. And they got some pretty good audio. They they did an experiment that they were told about with some change on the bureau, um, where they left some change there, and supposedly, if you left it, he was very unhappy. If you took it, mm-hmm. well, and and simple, they you know. they got a they got a pretty good piece of audio um, that sounds like him saying saying that's mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they got some stuff down the basement too that's pretty compelling. So that's creepy down like, there. Creepy, creepy. Yeah, it, it is creepy down there. I was a little disappointed because they they wanted to do somebody. They were talking about somebody doing an isolation session down there. So right. of course, I I kind of shoved my way to the front of the line, <laughs> and I and I got down there. But apparently there was somebody there who didn't understand what an isolation session meant because uh, she wouldn't leave. She just was kind of hovering <laughs> around outside where I was where I was sitting. Um, mm. So nothing nothing really happened there. And if it had, I don't know whether I'd have noticed because I was so agitated by the lady standing out. Yeah, <laughs> but I may have been a touch preoccupied by that. Uh, so, and we're, but we're going back. We're going back in, I want to say November. Oh, cool. With uh, cool Sam Beltrusis. Yeah, the, the, the experience I had there the first time we went years and years and years ago, uh, is that we went, we did an investigation. In fact, we had, uh, an English group with us, Haunted Devon came over from the UK. Okay. Oh, God, I can't, that was a long, 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 long time ago. Anyways, but, uh, when it was all over and we left for the night, I said goodbye to Leanne and I headed out the door and as I got to the car, my hand was bleeding and it's like, holy crap, where the hell did that come in? So I knocked the door on the door. She let me in again. And they put a bandaid on it and I started heading out again and I got to the car and bang, I had another cut on my hand. So it started gushing like a thing. Back I came again. She says, do you want to stay the night here? I says, nah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll stop once in a while. <laughs> that's Anyways. very weird. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, I, uh, it was... I, I gotta tell you, though, I had a... on the ship, you know, I, kind of a funny story that that... not the night that I heard the dog, but the first mm-hmm. night I investigated on the ship. Mm-hmm. Somebody was foolish enough to kind of leave me to my own devices. And, <laughs> and I, I had no, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was told that in the third mess of the ship, there is a sailor who tends to be very angry and aggressive. Okay. So, so I went back there and, and I basically stood in the middle of the room and said, well, you know, I hear that you're kind of a badass, and I'm a sailor, too, and I'm a bigger <laughs> badass than you ever were, dead or alive oh, or somewhere boy. in the middle. Uh-oh. So, so if you got something, you just bring it on, because I'm standing. Uh-oh. Um, and, and the truth is nothing happened at all. <laughs> so, so well, so it was about, um, I'm going to say a year later, because I was guiding groups at this point, and mm-hmm. I was back in the same room with a young woman who was a sensitive and another investigator from this other group. And they were sitting in the third mess in that same room. And I was standing, funny, I was standing just about where I had been that first time. 
and we were kind of, we were just kind of waiting as you do. And at some mm-hmm. point, she said, "He's here now." <laughs> and and just when she said it, my back was so cold. the The only comparison I can draw is that I once brought my kids to a Titanic exhibition, and they had yeah. a chunk of an iceberg, and I leaned back against it. Mm-hmm. And and so my back was freezing, and she oh. said, she said, and he's right behind you. <laughs> so Tough so I thought, okay, this is cool, <laughs> you know. Here we go. And then she said, and he's laughing at us. He just thinks we are the silliest thing he's ever seen. <laughs> except she said, she said, except you. He hates you. Oh, and I said, me? How that can't that can't be right? I'm a delight. Uh, and she said, he says that you disrespected him, Uh-oh. and and he hates you. And I said, okay. So the reason the reason I the reason Ron's story about his hand brings that story to mind is that I don't remember really what happened, except for at some point that young woman kind of shoved me and said, "Are you okay?" I looked at her and said, yeah, what kind of question is that? And she said, look at your watch. And it turned out I had been standing there for a good 15 or 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and there were cuts on my palm <gasps> where I had been making fists so tight that my fingernails had dug into oh. my palm. Oh, my God. Um, and she, she said, that was him. She said, you were ready for a fight. You didn't even know it. Wow. And I, I had no idea that any time had passed. I mean, literally, when she asked me if I was all right, I had no idea why she was asking. Hmm. How odd. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one of those things that you experience, and, and it's a great story, mm. but I think I could probably live the rest of my life without that ever happening again. Right. I think I'd be okay with that. That's pretty frightening. Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, yeah. you're used to you know you're used to having crazy things happen, but you're used to at least being in control while they do. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. And the idea that I that I wasn't in control for a little while is a little bit disturbing. Mm. Very. Just to let you know, too, by the way, the Titanic exhibit is also haunted. So um, I know I saw there's the one in it. Is it in Atlanta where they have the big museum? I yeah. think that's I, I saw that was haunted. This yeah. was a traveling one that was in Boston, actually. Oh, okay. How could it not be? Really? Do you know that ship won't be there very shortly? Yeah, it's it's um, it's deteriorating pretty fast. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. sad. There's, I mean, they one of the favorite shots is you could see the uh, captain's bathtub and everything else. Now it's like totally. Uh, yeah, it's it's going pretty bad now. It's, it, won't be it, it, seems, it seems like it happened fast. It seems like after they found it, because, you know, you remember when they first found it, some of the pictures were just amazing. Oh, phenomenal. Absolutely right. phenomenal. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh-huh. then you look at some of those same places in the most recent uh, shots, and you can already see the, the, the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it seems like yeah. it happened pretty fast. Yeah. Well, I Lots would imagine you know it's it's not going to last forever. It's how when when did it sink? 
39 uh, 19, or something? 19, or 1912, I think. Oh, 12. I believe so. I don't even know. I don't even know. But, I mean, think that's that's a long time for a shipwreck to survive. Yep. I believe 1912. Mm-hmm. The funny part but, um, about it is, is they're finding wooden shipwrecks that are outlasting the metal ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I yeah. think, well, but is it, is, it, is it because in, especially in cold water, yeah. organic material like wood is preserved rather than, rather than right. steel that it corroded, I believe. Yeah, it's a lot. Not only the corrosion from the ocean too, but there are also uh, metal-eating bacteria that that uh, digest it too, and uh, okay. as well as as well as the ocean currents that disturb disturb it up and everything. So yeah, it's it's a shame, but that, that part of our history will be gone soon, and and that's a shame. A lot of these places that we get to investigate is is they you know they won't be around forever. No, no, they won't, and and it's. You know, it's fortunate when somebody is able to to make the investment. You know, we we've we just did our uh, third turn at the Hinsdale House. Um, Where, where's that, Don? That's in New. It's in New York. Actually, it's it's in Hinsdale, New York, which is okay uh, in western New York, about uh, maybe a hundred miles south of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the story there? Well, it's a it's a house that was built by. Uh, some brothers who built it on the stage route from Buffalo to to New York City or to the coast. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is they built it where they built it just so that they could rob and murder the people on the coaches. Oh my uh, God! Planning uh, <laughs> and and apparently they they along with being evil they weren't very bright because they kept a lot of it. A lot of them in the cellar for quite some time. Oh. Um, but but the most recent family that was there, their name was Dandy. So a lot of people sometimes call it the Dandy House. Um, mm-hmm. And a guy by the name of Dan Clay, great guy, he bought it not that long ago. And yeah. he's an investigator, just like we are, and and bought the house and is keeping it up and doing some um, doing some refurbishing keep it as a paranormal place for people mm-hmm. to investigate and, and to do experiments and things of that nature. Right. Um, and that's, that's you know similar I mean? to the parent house. Uh, parent, uh, it was privately owned before, and they cut that all out, and a new group owns it now, and, and they're open to investigating uh, the Andrea Parent House. Oh, yeah, that, that just happened, right? Yeah. Isn't that just the guy just bought it? Yeah, yeah, I was actually at the, uh, Ann and I, in fact, were at the uh, Ocean State Paracon, and uh, they were in uh, the booth next to us, and oh, okay. uh, All got right. to talk to them quite a bit. Oh, that's funny, I didn't know that, because, mm-hmm. you know, I saw you there, I kind of wandered around for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of these days we're going to, we've never had a table at the Ocean State Paracon, for whatever reason, the timing has just never seemed to... That seemed to work out, but we we're gonna one of these days we will we we um you know we're at Mass Paracon every year now, um and last year we were up at uh, up in Kittery at the New England Paracon, and yeah. and I got to tell you that that was fortuitous because uh, I bumped into a guy that 
is a friend of a friend, a guy by the name of Maddie Blake, who um, he's got a show on the History Channel after the Curse of Oak Island called Oak Island Drilling Down. Mm-hmm. And and Maddie and his partner have a podcast called Monsterland. Mm-hmm. I've I've only heard it a couple of times, but they bill it as the best paranormal podcast on the planet. Um, oh, I've never heard that before. It's like, oh, it's the most haunted house in America. Uh, Yeah, right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, so I, as it, like I said, as it happened, I, I, I had spoken to Maddie through another guy at one point, Mm -hmm. and uh, but we hooked up again at the New England Paracon, and Monsterland is going to do a remote on October nineteenth on the Salem. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that should be pretty good. Yeah, if you, you know, that's good. one thing. Lot. I mean, Ed and I love doing those type of things. If you're ever looking, you know, we'd be happy to go do a show down there. That would be no oh, problem we're, at all. We're, we're always open to that stuff. Right in that backyard. Right in that backyard. Well, it's right in my backyard. Not my backyard. <laughs> Once I get past you know, Boston, I, I think screwed. I think one of, the, one of the problems historically is is that the ship hasn't been open to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've, they've more been, you know, what I like to say is they're, they're so interested in scraping for dimes that they tend to overlook dollars and they're, uh. they're not, not really great at deciding what's good publicity and what's not, uh, oh. and when they should set the money aside for a second and do something that's going to help them down the road. So yeah. we're, we're kind of turning that around and doing a little bit more of that stuff. And, oh, uh, good. Hoping that, Anyways, hoping I hate that to that bother you, Don, but uh, that was the uh, doorbell, which means pizza from the dead. here, and we've got to wrap it up now. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we, we want to thank you. It's been great, you know, talking with you about uh, the USS Salem, your team, uh, and, um, you know, the, the investigation, the places we went to. So we want to thank uh, Don and uh, the Greater Boston Paranormal Associates for being with us tonight. Well, thank you very much for having me, Ron. And I, I enjoyed it. And, uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get to talk again soon somewhere, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That would be so, awesome. Good. So, okay. anyways, I do want to mention once again that the show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts. Better living, no, better life through better living, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group. And don't forget to check out uh, Spirit Quest coming up September 27th, 28th, and 29th. Steve Parson from the UK will be here. It is The X-Files, and you can catch all of that on in, uh, the website, indieghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And, Don, uh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how could they do that? They can reach out to me at either Don D at thegbpa.com uh, or info at thegbpa.com. Either one of those email addresses will get to me. And, awesome. and I answer, I'll answer every single one. It may not be what you want to hear, but you'll get an answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Awesome. And, uh, Ann, you've got, a, you've got a, an event coming up uh, with Steve as well. Yes, Where can son. people get information on that? 
Friday, October 4th, Dining with the Dead, Jamie's Pub in Whitman. Go to NewEnglandGhostProject.com, and you will find information about that. Okay, so that's it. So thanks for listening, everyone. Good night and God bless. Good night, everybody. Goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.